0: This is Help Wanted, the show that tackles all the big work questions you cannot ask anyone else. I'm Jason Pfeiffer, Editor-in-Chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. And I'm New York Times bestselling author and money expert, Nicole Lappin. The helpline is open. Hi, I'm Jason, and I'm a liar. And don't start feeling all high horsey on me. You are a liar, too. We have all lied in the service of jobs and building things and i guarantee you have lied to a boss or a potential boss because what you did was you said i know how to do this when you totally didn't know how to do this or you said i have the capacity for that when you did not have the capacity for it and you just wanted someone to say yes and then you figured you would figure it out we're told that lying is bad but You know, it's weird because we're also told to fake it till you make it. And here's my question. Where's the line? Like, what amount of lying is okay to advance our careers? And what is too much? I mean, in the news, like all the time lately, we have seen too much. We have seen Elizabeth Holmes and Sonny Balwani from Theranos who have gone to jail for many, many years for creating a whole medical company that didn't actually diagnose people's problems correctly. We saw Sam Bankman-Fried basically lie his way into ruining a lot of people's fortunes and is now probably going to jail for a very long time. He, of course, is the FTX guy. And there's also this guy named Trevor Milton who ran a company called Nikola Motors, which claimed that it had made revolutionary new trucking technology. And literally, I mean, they had no technology. And so to display the technology, they... They made a video where they just pushed a truck down a hill and it literally just rolled down a hill and they claimed that it was actually driving using their technology. Also now going to jail. So that's too much. That's too much. But how do we reconcile that lying is bad, but faking it until you make it, which uh, is lying, is good? How do we draw the line between the two? I think about that question a lot as the editor-in-chief of Entrepreneur Magazine, I talk to entrepreneurs all day, and oftentimes, a big part of their story is that they lied. Like, It's part of the narrative that they tell other people. I'll give you an example. I once interviewed this guy named Gary Hirschberg. He's the co-founder of Stonyfield Farm, the yogurt company. I'm sure you have had their yogurt. I have for years. You can find it basically everywhere. And the story of how he built Stonyfield Farm involves a gigantic lie. The story is... It's kind of long and complicated, but the short of it is that he and this co-founder started this yogurt brand and they were growing, growing, growing. And then they got to this point and it all just kind of fell apart. Like their manufacturer was closing and they were hemorrhaging money and they were struggling to fulfill orders and they couldn't find new investors. And they figured out exactly how much money they actually needed to save this company. The amount of money that would be required to open their own manufacturing yogurt facility and then fulfill all their orders and hopefully buy a new life for Stonyfield Farm. That amount of money was $592,500, which is a lot of money and money that they did not have. And they came up with a plan to get that money Basically by lying. So what happened was that Gary drove down to his local Small Business Administration office and he said, hey, I've got a bank willing to provide the loan for all this money and my shareholders have agreed to put up $100,000. All I need from you, SBA, is your 85% loan guarantee, which would make the bank comfortable you know, making the giant loan. And here's the problem. Um, Gary didn't have... Any of this. He didn't have the bank saying that it would provide the loan and it just needed that guarantee from the SBA. And he also didn't have the shareholders who said that they would put in $100,000. But the thing was that, well, first of all, he was desperate. I mean, just listen to him here.
1: We were on this hilltop farm. My partner with his six kids had his apartment. My wife and I had our apartment. I would tiptoe over from my bedroom at night to the office to go borrow another $1,000 over the phone from my mother-in-law or, or my mother or somebody. And Meg, my wife, would pick up the phone, and I would hear the click-click of call waiting on my mother-in-law's phone with Meg calling her saying, Mom, don't do this. You know, my, We got to a point where we were hemorrhaging so constantly and frequently, and my mother-in-law was replenishing uh, with great regularity, as were others, that my wife and I made a pact, and my mother-in-law made a pact that we just wouldn't tell Meg what we were doing anymore. She couldn't handle the stress. So, okay, you
0: hear, and this is so often the case with people in their careers, that it's it's not just a financial thing. It's also a personal thing. And in Gary's case, you know, this company is supporting his family. His family is also invested in this. His mother-in-law has invested quite a lot in this business. And he has a lot of people relying on him. And he wants to do anything that he can to make it work. So he figured he just figured that if he could go to the SBA and get them to be on board with this plan, that he could get everybody else on board, he could get the bank, he could get the shareholders. But something had to happen first. And he knew, or at least he thought, well, none of it would happen unless he lied. And I asked Gary what made him comfortable lying. And his response was really interesting.
1: Look, you 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 beg, borrow, you steal, you stretch, you do what's necessary. And we all laughed about this you know. years later. It's not like this is felonious behavior, and it's also not like they haven't seen it before. I think lying, if we want to call it that, uh, which I guess is what it should be called, for the common good, because in the end it didn't help the vendors for me to go under either, right, um, is okay as long as you ultimately do deliver. In other words, exaggerating, stretching, If there's an element of truth in it, then, you know, you're not, you know, completely amoral here. If there's no truth to it at all, that's, I think, a different matter.
0: So first of all, kudos to Gary for total honesty here. But also, I think that the line that he draws is a really powerful one, because what he's ultimately saying is, you know, when it's okay to lie, when the lie doesn't really hurt anybody. Like when if the lie is found out, the only person who is hurt is the liar which really does distinguish what Gary did with Theranos or FTX, because those lies, those lies had very real consequences for lots of people. And Gary was dealing well with a A bank that has lots of money and, uh, frankly, expects that some of those loans that it makes are not going to work out, and also with investors who uh, also have lots of money. And, you know, he doesn't want to waste people's money. We should never want to waste people's money. But, you know, they would probably get their money back in one way or another. He would figure out how to repay them. The only person who would be harmed would be him. And this reminds me of another lie that uh, an entrepreneur once told me. So there's this guy named Anthony and he has a company called Product to Market, and uh, he told me this story about how Product to Market got its first big break, which was that Microsoft was considering hiring Product to Market. It would have been Product to Market's first big client, but Microsoft wanted to do a site visit to like visit Product to Market's office to make sure that they actually had the necessary manpower to do the work. and. Anthony did not. His company was tiny. He didn't have a whole bunch of people to do this job. He just figured that if he got the job from Microsoft, he would hire the people. So you know what happened? He said, sure, 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 sure. Come on down, Microsoft. Come come visit us. So they did. And they visited this office full of people, full of bustle. They see all these people at product to market, working, working, working. And they say, oh, this is great. Exactly what we're looking for. And Microsoft signs on the dotted line. And you know who those people were? <laughs> They were Anthony's friends and family and neighbors. Like, he had literally just had people come. It's like a Better Call Saul bit. Like, he just had a bunch of people come in and pose as his employees to convince Microsoft that he had the employees that he needed in order to get their business. But instead, he then got it in reverse because Microsoft gave him the business, and then he hired the people, and there it went. And I told that story in Entrepreneur because I thought it was pretty clever. I, I literally ran that story that Anthony told me in Entrepreneur Magazine. And after I did, a reader wrote me an objective. Um The reader wrote, I mean, I've got the old email here. They wrote, I don't think the magazine should be promoting people who got ahead by lying as an example for others to follow. And again, I want to now circle back to this thing that Gary said about how when you are up against the wall, when everything is riding on whether or not you can make something succeed, when it's not just you, but it's it's other people too, well, then don't you have to do whatever you can within reason to try to succeed? Because that's the difference between the Elizabeth Holmeses of the world and the Garys from Stonyfield Farmses of the world, which is that Elizabeth was lying to hide the truth, and Gary was lying to get to the truth. And what's the difference between the two? Because maybe Elizabeth would have said, if only I had more time, my lies would have become truth, that we were working to develop this technology and we just weren't there yet. But she should have stopped the second that it seemed like an actual patient could have been hurt. And she should have said, "Okay." Now we've reached the barrier where we need to actually prove out the truth of what we believe. Maybe we've lied to some investors. Maybe we've gotten their money based on some fraud. But now real people are being hurt. And now we have to stop. And we have to make sure that we get it right before we keep going. With Gary, there weren't victims along the way. But with Elizabeth, there were. And not hypothetical victims not people who would be hurt in the future people who were being hurt along the path people who she was actively stepping on to keep the truth from coming out and that's the difference stick around help wanted we'll be right back nicole have you ever thought about the one that got away jason i am happily in a relationship you know that no, the hire that got away, someone that you thought was perfect for your team, but ah, they were already with another employer. Oh, well, in that case, yeah, I think about her all the time. Well, it's not too late. You can reach out to that person on LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you hire professionals that you can't find anywhere else, even people who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. Okay. It looks like it's time for me to shoot my shot. Do it. And I know you may have your heart set on one person, but if you do want to open it up and post a role to a bigger applicant pool, you can do it for free at linkedin.com slash help And because there are so many professionals on LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within just 24 hours. So you'll never have a one that got away again. Incredible. That's linkedin.com slash help wanted. Yep. LinkedIn.com slash help wanted terms and conditions apply. Happy hiring ever after. Nicole, have you ever thought about the one that got away? Jason, I am happily in a relationship. You know that. No, the hire that got away. Someone that you thought was perfect for your team, but ah, they were already with another employer. Oh, well, in that case, yeah, I think about her all the time. Well, it's not too late. You can reach out to that person on LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you hire professionals that you can't find anywhere else, even people who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. Okay, looks like it's time for me to shoot my shot. Do it. And I know you may have your heart set on one person, but if you do want to open it up and post a role to a bigger applicant pool, you can do it for free at linkedin.com slash Help Wanted. And because there are so many professionals on LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within just 24 hours. So you'll never have a one that got away again. Incredible. That's LinkedIn.com slash Help Wanted? Yep. LinkedIn.com slash Help Wanted. Terms and conditions apply. Happy hiring ever after. Welcome back to Help Wanted. Let's get to it. I'm going to make it personal here. I think about times in which I've done versions of this, and I I haven't had to do it at this kind of scale. Uh, I have never tried to talk somebody into giving me nearly $500,000 based on a lie. But the very first time that I applied to work at a national magazine, so this was, I was probably 27 or 28. And here was my resume at this point. I had been a small town newspaper reporter, like, you know, just worked at these tiny little papers, making $20,000 a year. And then I had gotten a job at a city magazine. It was called Boston Magazine. And now I was interviewing for my first really big job, which was at Men's Health, Men's Health Magazine, National Magazine. It would have meant moving to New York and having a whole big new career and setting me off on a path to, frankly, what I'm doing right now. And I knew that Men's Health was looking for someone more experienced than me and they were also looking for someone who had a passion for the thing that they do and i didn't have that much experience and i had zero passion zero i mean let me just be very plain about it i was applying to work at men's health i had never read men's health i didn't care about men's health i didn't care about a single thing that men's health published they're they're running like you know fitness tips. I haven't gone to the gym in 20 years. They're running weight loss tips. I, you know, I I try to eat healthy, but let me be honest, uh, breakfast today was like a peanut butter and banana sandwich. I don't care about this stuff, but I wanted them to feel like I did. And the reason was because I knew that if they gave me a job, I would work my hardest and I would do a good job and nobody would be hurt as a result. And so I just needed to lie. And so here's what I did. I went in to that interview, and I thought, (laughs) I, I came up with this theory of how to interview for jobs, which frankly, I still use today. So, you know, a Venn diagram, it's where there are like there are two circles that represent two different groups of things. And then the circles overlap in some way. And then the overlap is is the thing that they have in common. Uh, so, for, for example, like, you know, a circle could be bank robbers and another circle could be DJs. And then uh, in the middle, the thing that overlaps would be put your hands up. Yeah, hey, you know, it's funny. But Venn diagrams are also used for like actual math and statistics and things. And I was thinking, you know, if one of the circles for me was all of my experience, like all of my work experience. And then the uh, the other circle was everything that men's health is looking for. Well, if I overlapped the two, there would be a very very slender amount of overlap, which is basically that I I, at this point, had done a little bit of magazine editing, but at a smaller level. And also, I had written a couple stories about health, <laughs> like just, just a couple that I didn't really care about, but I had done them. And so I thought, you know what I need to do is I need to make that little sliver, that little overlap seem like it's everything seem like it's the thing that I have spent my entire career driving towards, that I am most passionate about. I need to live in that little sliver. And so that is what I did. I traveled to the men's health office, and I sat down with those editors, and I told them a story, a story that I came up with on the fly. And the story was, you know what? I've been working in local news. And the problem with local news is that it's often very difficult to get people to care about these random things. Like, I'll go out and I'll write about a person in their community. But, you know, if they don't know that person in their community, then fine, they live in the same place, but they're not connected to it. You have to spend a lot of time and energy trying to get somebody to care about it. But health? Oh, boy, I love writing about health. I am built to write about health and the reason for that is because i love that health matters to people and that when i write a health story i know that i'm serving people and i know that it's instantly valuable in their lives and i hear from them i hear from them and they reach out to me and they tell me that this story mattered so much to them and I, this was just bs like this was totally i didn't like writing about health at all i didn't care about it in any way but i wanted that job and you know what i got it i got that job And now that I think about it, I think that that lie was perfect because it hurt nobody. The only person it would have hurt, had I been found out, would have been me because they would have said, you don't belong here. And they would have fired me and I would have had to deal with the consequences of it. But nobody else was hurt. And I think that's just fine. I think that we need a little lie because you know what? We should be reaching. We should be reaching high. We should be reaching to things that we aspire to. We should be wanting to jump levels in our career. I started at the very bottom of a ladder making $20,000 a year writing about local school boards in Gardner, Massachusetts. And I looked up and I said, I cannot spend my entire career going step by step by step by step. I cannot go to a slightly larger newspaper a year from now, and then a slightly larger newspaper a year from now, and like make my way up from a newspaper that covers a tiny city of 20,000 to a tiny city of 30,000, because I'll be 50 by the time I have the job that I really care about. Instead, I got to jump. I got to make leaps. And the only way to do that is to convince people that I belong where they are, even though I don't have the experience that they do. Or that they're looking for. And I really like what Gary said. Can you tell a lie that doesn't hurt anyone and that once given the opportunity to actually fulfill the promise that you lied about, that you can do it, that you actually can fulfill that promise, that you're not some fraud who's just going to take advantage of people, but that you're actually going to be let into a place that doesn't allow you right now unless you pretend that you already belong. And once you get there, you will belong because you're good enough and because you'll figure out what people need and you will fulfill it and you will be exactly what they were looking for all along. But they wouldn't have known it unless you lied. And that, well, I think that makes lying, at least in that instance, okay. Help Wanted is a production of Money News Network. Help Wanted is hosted by me, Jason Pfeiffer. And me, Nicole Laffin. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoie you want some help? Email our helpline at helpwanted at moneynewsnetwork.com for the chance to have some of your questions answered on the show. And follow us on Instagram at Money News and TikTok at Money News Network for exclusive content and to see our beautiful faces and maybe a little dance. Oh, I did sign up for that. All right. Well,
1: talk to you soon.